Yeah, so welcome back to the last episode of this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are joined by Gwyneth Steven. Gwyneth Steven is an NCD advocate, also the founder of Storylink. But I'm not going to introduce him. I want to uh, give him the courtesy of introducing himself. He wears many hats. So please, Steven, can you introduce yourself to our dear viewers? Alright, uh, thank you very much Edward Kevin for the opportunity. Uh, my name is Ogonis Steven, as has been said. Um, I live with multiple uh, chronic diseases, mm-hmm. uh, but besides that I'm also the founder and CEO of Storylink, which is a youth-led organization that focuses on improving literacy, access to diagnostics, and communication for chronic diseases mm-hmm. with the use of technology and innovation and community-centered uh, programs. Uh, besides that, I, I, I sit I, I sit in various uh, committees, mm-hmm. uh, both uh, locally, regionally, and mm-hmm. even globally, that address uh, chronic diseases or non-communicable diseases from various fronts, including uh, being a member of the World Health Organization NCD Labs, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, now recently also uh, being part of the Our Views, Our Voices Global Advisory Team. And uh, yeah, we I'm very passionate about uh, the work that uh, we do in the in the chronic diseases space, and I'm very excited today that we're talking about uh, the global charter for meaningful engagement for people living with NCDs. Yeah, that's lovely. Indeed, you wear main hat since you said you've done quite a lot on NCDs. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll have another chance to talk about all that. I want to uh, shed more light on uh, the Global Charter for mm-hmm. Meaningful Engagement of Persons Living with NCDs, but specifically looking at the core strategies, uh, the, uh, the principles, the five principles, but talk about uh, people-centeredness as mm-hmm. one of the principles. Mm-hmm. Please, could you expound and uh, I mean, let our dear viewers or those are listening to really understand what does it really mean when you talk about people-centeredness, mm-hmm. please. Enlighten us, enlighten us on this. All right, so I'll, I'll probably uh, do a bit about uh, the Global Charter and mm-hmm. uh, why I feel it was a very important document. Mm-hmm, sure. And then uh, talk about uh, people-centeredness and uh, what it is and uh, why it is important. Mm-hmm. So the Global Charter in itself uh, is a document uh, that uh, talks about meaningful involvement and engagement for people living with uh, mm-hmm. non-communicable diseases which for a very long time has been very tokenistic. You know, we are just been uh, giving tokens to people living with uh, NCDs and uh, it was high time that um, there comes uh, a set of directions and principles that uh, really highlight what meaningful involvement and engagement is. And that is, uh, is that, uh, that document and there are the strategies are uh, are engaged there. Um, and uh, one of those uh, key components or strategies is uh, people-centeredness mm-hmm. and uh, having, uh, when you're meaningfully engaging people living with NCDs, mm-hmm. means that you place them at the center, at the center of policies, at the center of action, and at the center of design. And uh, when you talk about people-centeredness, uh, you know, what comes into mind, and even has been talked about in the document, mm-hmm. is the ability for you know, policy uh, makers, for example, actors in the, in the health space that are working on uh, various components of non-communicable diseases, to put people at the center, to have them as their key focus, to mm-hmm. have them uh, and their needs talked about and looked into so that when you are bringing new policies, when you are bringing 
and new strategies and being new programs mm -hmm. that the people are really the focus of these programs and that their needs are addressed mm -hmm. and included. Mm -hmm. But also, um, it goes further to say that people-centeredness is also very much community-based mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and community-focused mm -hmm. and that it has to be, you know, stem down to the community and the community has to drive the conversations. The community has to be involved not only as participators mm -hmm. but as equal contributors who have authority and who have power to also influence those decisions. And that is uh, you know, what I understood by people-centeredness and why it is important because people-centeredness ensures that these people are not only contributing mm -hmm. but they are also key people in determining uh, the strategies and the decisions that are eventually made when these programs or policies are developed on their behalf. Oh, very well, I see you have quite an understanding of the document mm -hmm. that is so illuminating for me and I love the fact that you mentioned that uh, the Global Charter of course it's about uh, redistributing power mm -hmm. and uh, sharing it with the people mm -hmm. and not really letting this be with people who are the service providers mm -hmm. or the programmers or the mm -hmm. policy makers. But again I want to understand one thing that you talked about uh, I mean what people center is all about mm -hmm. but now what are really the core strategies because the document is also uh, learning with strategies mm -hmm. which can uh, people can adopt mm -hmm. to ensure that uh, this is put into to practice so what are the core strategies for you mm -hmm. you are going to implement or adopt to ensure mm -hmm. that uh, this document is put into practice yeah so the document talks about uh, various core strategies mm -hmm. and uh, you know, these strategies is what we could use to then put these principles into action. So, I'll maybe talk about uh, three core strategies that uh, really stood out for me, especially when you look at uh, people-centeredness. Mm -hmm. One is to ensure that uh, when these people are being involved, mm -hmm. that they are empowered and that the barriers for their participation and involvement mm -hmm. are eliminated as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So if it is financial barriers that uh, their sort of transports and foods are taken care of to ensure that they can meaningfully participate, if it is language barrier that uh, they have translators and that these documents and their engagement mm -hmm. is in a language that they understand, understand sure. and, uh, and so that they don't have uh, limiting uh, you know, factors to fully participate and fully engage. So that is uh, you know, one of the strategies that these people are enabled and empowered to actually participate. The second one is capacity building. Before you are meaningful, before uh, you know, as a patient or as an advocate, uh, before you are able to go and talk about policy, you have to be educated. You have to understand these uh, policies. You have to understand uh, how the system works. And so capacity building and uh, ensuring that the people living with and uh, people living with and people advocating for chronic diseases or non-communicable diseases are able to participate meaningfully. Mm -hmm. They have to understand the processes, they have to be empowered, they have to be educated, they have to be supported to be able to understand how the system works, to be able to understand where they come in and to be able to understand the various opportunities that exist for them to uh, participate and so that is you know when you speak to capacity uh, building because again mm -hmm. people who have to be engaged their capacity has to be strengthened mm -hmm. and that then uh, becomes another 
he uh, a strategy that uh, was really exciting to me when I when I sort of was going through it. And then maybe lastly is uh, avoiding tokenism and uh, putting these people as key actors mm. whose voice and actions are considered and could potentially influence the direction where these policies and programs are going. And so in the past it used to be that you're just there to represent, mm. you know, mm. what you're you are rubber stamping what uh, the professionals have said. Talked about. Mm. But it, it is now different, it should be different that people living in NCDs actually are considered as professionals mm. because they have life experiences, we have stories. Mm. And, and, and we are the professionals of our own decisions because we understand them. And so that point of eliminating tokenism and bringing in equal participation, respect and dignity to our opinions is another way in which then we could be able to implement uh, you know, this global charter and the various components of meaningful engagement. Mm. Yeah, that, that has uh, been very wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. it's an in-depth insight, uh, our analysis of document mm-hmm. and uh, for me I, I want to uh, have to say that uh, indeed when we talk about tokenism for us recognizing that um, the, the document itself uh, kind of embrace uh, a kind of reciprocal relationship between people in the NCDs mm-hmm. and also the institutions and uh, I mean the organizations that are working on NCDs mm-hmm. but I, I don't know for you do you feel uh, this document or the global chat on person, uh, meaningful environment of persons living in density is revol- uh, revolutionizing healthcare or uh, provision of healthcare to persons living in density. Is yeah. it something that is revolutionary? Is it something that is going to give us a new impetus? Mm-hmm. We have seen in uh, maybe HIV AIDS the way people have been involved, those who are mm-hmm. the HIV AIDS have been involved. Do you think this is something that can be replicated mm-hmm. in this charter to see a kind of new dimension and uh, new movement in mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about the document and when I look at this document, mm-hmm. it's literally giving power back to the people, which is where power should have been in the first place. Sure. And, and giving people the ability and mm-hmm. the strength to be able to act on, uh, on their decisions and to be able to be in control of the uh, decisions that are happening that concern them and the decisions that they live in. And when you look at the HIV example and why it was so successful, is because people were given that authority mm-hmm. to be able to contribute to those conversations that concern how they live mm-hmm. and you know uh, how they are engaged in policy, but also how they are not left behind. There's a very uh, important slogan that came with uh, the HIV campaign, which is "Leave no one behind," mm-hmm. and that is you know some of the things that we've learned from there that we are now bringing in and now we have, we have packaged them in this document, the Global Charter of Meaningful Engagement for People Living with NCDs and it's really about leaving no one behind mm-hmm. and then by leaving no one behind ensuring also that the people that we don't want to leave behind are engaged and mm-hmm. given equal power to talk about their conditions and the strategies that affect them and so in that way it's a very revolutionary document and uh, if, if implemented correctly, it could really change how uh, non-communicable diseases are being taken, you know, nationally but also regionally. But also, it could change how uh, then governments involve their people in making policies that are inclusive, that are uh, you know are fair, but also that really put into consideration uh, meaningful. Uh, 
contribution for people living with NCDs. And again, part of the thing that the document says is it's our right, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's our right to be healthy and it's right. our right to achieve the highest attainable so format of health. Mm-hmm. And so, even as we talk about, uh, you know, and give contributions when we are getting meaningfully engaged, we should not be doing that from a point of fear. We should be doing that from a point of strength that is actually our right and that this is what you know, government should do for us and this is how we as people could be involved. And in that sense, I think it's a very mm-hmm. revolutionary document and uh, a very good practical uh, strategy that we, the people living in the cities, actually were meaningfully engaged in developing it. And so, uh, again, if they say charity begins from home, and this document really represented how it really began from home, that we were also involved in the development of this document. Yeah, so, well, uh, that uh, is a good answer to, to the question. But I want also to add one thing mm-hmm. that, uh, oh, I mean, we, the, the call is uh, I mean, to the organizations now to endorse the document, mm-hmm. but also take action. Because mm-hmm. again, it goes beyond just endorsing the document, mm-hmm. it uh, uh, goes beyond just saying, okay, fine, we are, I mean, uh, supporting this document but also taking uh, concrete actions, mm-hmm. but also being able to track the progress. Yeah. As we end the discussion, I want to just ask, what is your call to action? Yeah. So my call to action is very simple. Mm-hmm. Is that, um, so it's three, I have three calls to action to people who are watching, mm-hmm. but also those who are listening. And uh, the first call to action is go and read the document. Mm-hmm. So this document is available online on uh, the Global NCD Alliance website but also on the Our Views, Our Voices uh, website and you would be able to download it for free. It's just eight pages but it's packed with very practical steps. So go read the document so that you understand how to meaningfully engage people living with NCDs, not only at the policy level but also at the organizational level uh, and where we're working. So that is one. Two, endorse the document, support these people, uh, support us you know, who are living with NCDs by endorsing mm-hmm. the document. And endorsing the document is also takes one minute and it's a mm-hmm. very seamless process that is also on the website as well. Uh, so that is the other thing. But also the third thing is this document has given us strategies for implementing. Mm-hmm. A lot of documents talk about the high level theory without giving us the practical strategies. But this document gives the practical strategies. Mm-hmm. So the other call to action and the last one would be uh, try as much as possible to implement some of the strategies that have been suggested from this document so that then we're able to move the needle forward when it comes to the meaningful engagement for people living with NCDs. Yeah, but that uh, now brings us to the end of this uh, um, discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the call to action for Gwen Steven is read the document, endorse the document, and also implement those core strategies that are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for coming. All right, thank you very much for having me. Incredible. Now that was incredible. Thank you for listening in. Share this with your networks and follow us on all social media at Storylink and at NCD Champions. See you on the next one.